Well, hello. Hello. Hi, hello. Hi. How y'all doing? I'm doing good. Welcome to the Black Umbrella. Come on, episode two, season three. Yes. How's everybody's day been? Huh? Mm-hmm. Check-ins, check-ins. I had a good day. I like my day. I enjoyed it. Okay, Nika. I... Yeah, uh-huh. it was a decent day today. Come on, man. I was productive. Mm-hmm. Come on. Wash, folded, hung up all of my clothes. There's not one thing that got left behind. You don't say what? it all, baby. Wow. I I'm know. amazed. Everybody knows that that's a really big thing for wow. me. Wow. Yeah, that's an accomplishment. Thing. 2021. Yeah. Mm. Me. Mm. Mm. Look at me mm. conquering. Next, I'm going to do some mm. sit ups. Hey, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> you did it again. <laughs> I got this message and it was from one of my friends and she sent Uh me this video of Hey Queen and I just wanted to extend a lot of love out there to all the queens who are really going through it right now. It wasn't for you, Kimberly. Whoever whoever sent Kim Kardashian that video, your mom's a hoe. It was Malika. I fully believe it was Malika. Either Malika or Khadija. It was a black woman. <laughs> That's gonna be the real tea. The real tea is it was a black woman. The real tea is it was a black okay, woman. So. I don't know of any white people that know about that video. Right. So, hey queens. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Nika, what's the word of the day today, girl? Sarcophagus. Oh. Sarcophagus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It oh. is spelled S A R C O P H A G U S. It means a stone coffin. Broadly, a stone coffin. What you say? Yeah, a stone coffin. A stone oh. coffin. I didn't it's, know. What do they have? A did they? Did I'm they interested to hear yeah, the sentence that they have. Me too. Me too. We haven't heard the sentences. The middle. After archaeologists unearthed the sarcophagus, they opened it up to discover, along with the king's body, almost a hundred gold coins. Okay, sarcophagus. Oh, that's going to be a really interesting word to I use. Have, I have my sentence already. Oh, wow. You want to give it? Yeah. It's a song lyric. I've, have you you're going to had... say <laughs> Little Wayne. Uh-uh. The... Oh, 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 oh. Nope. Nope. Caught. Nope. Okay, cool. What you going to say? Have you ever had oh, sex with a pharaoh? Huh? Kanye West. Put that pussy in the sarcophagus. There you go. Okay. That was like a question. And then like and then in, in, a bar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> You know, because he's, you know, have you, have you ever fucked a man like me? Because if you do, girl, I'm going to leave that coochie dead. That's basically what you In a stone coffin, not any regular mm-hmm, coffin. That's very stone. secure. Very you're, secure, you're, yes. That's like. You're dead, dead. We're ancient. Ancient puss. Wow. <laughs> not ancient puss. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't he say he was going to leave the, the puss nani in a sarcophagus? Uh, yes. Yes. That ood il nana? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Cute. Um, mm, mm, mm. I really don't know what to say i guess i'll say i don't know anyone buried in the sarcophagus personally at least maybe maybe i do i don't know maybe i've come into contact yeah, with most coffins are wood. are wooden i think yeah like a mm. usually you know a nice pine that's what you would think right yeah. you know all the good church coffins are like pine and whatnot. I don't know anyone. Stone is big. So would, since marble is a stone, would that be like a sarcophagus? Wow, a marble Maybe. coffin. Maybe. Oh, shit. That's like. Some new shit. That's mm-hmm. some Getty shit. Like, mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. Whenever I die, can y'all bury me in a marble coffin? Okay. That's real heavy, though. Well, I'm not carrying it. 
No, yeah, you're not. No, he can lift it. Y'all just gotta airlift. Mm-hmm. How about we just tell you yes, <laughs> and then we'll just sprinkle you later. Sprinkle me, baby. You know, you could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even tripping. I ain't tripping. Come I on, Nika. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be cool to has a. Have a sarcophagus. A sarcophagus. Oh, I couldn't even say it. <laughs> I couldn't even say it for a second. Mm-hmm. Because, like we said, most of them are wood, and we should just make that a thing. We could mm-hmm. be like total trailblazers, trendsetters. Yeah, they be like, I mean, I don't know if we would necessarily <laughs> <laughs> trailblazers. The Egyptians <laughs> probably would take that cake, trailblazers, but mm-hmm. trendsetters for modern day sarcophagus. Mm. I was going to say sisters, but then I said sarcophagi. 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 If we get like three. (laughs) Sarcophagi. How much do we got to put down right now to start paying for it? That way we can actually secure one for whenever we're gone. Oh my goodness. I'm dead. (laughs) They're going to be like, are you paying for your coffee? Yes, I actually have a payment plan for my (laughs) sarcophagus. I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm dead. (laughs) I actually have a payment plan for my um, coffin. Yes, I'm paying right now because it's a sarcophagus. You know, it's not just anything that's like, you know, Mm. your old wooden, you know, that you're going to (laughs) have. Same old, same old. I'm not trying to flex in death. Right. Right. Even in death. What is that going to do? Put it right in the dirt with my ass, bitch. Even in death. (laughs) Now what? (laughs) It makes no sense. What do you have? Oak. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta tell them to put you on the wall. Tell them you want to get put in the wall. Right. Teak tree. Yeah. Teak tree. Oh yeah, the wall. Is mm. that a sarcophagus? Oh uh, no, not really. What's that called? Because I, I mean, your remember. body's still in uh, yeah. the pine box. That's how. That's my grandpa. Oh is. yeah, yeah, my yeah. Grandpa's yeah. On the wall. Yeah, my uh, both of my grandpas on the wall. Come on, grandpa wall. Wall, grandpa wall. No, I think. <laughs> Isn't it like you're still in some type of coffin? So it's your coffin that's encased in a wall. wall. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm. I wonder if that is the same. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to look it up for y'all. We're going to let y'all know next episode then. How about that? I put a little note down. Yeah, we might get mm-hmm. a marble wall. Okay. Ooh, mm-hmm. that'd be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Even in death. <laughs> Even in death, baby. Flexing. People are like, oh my God, where'd they get this from? Oh, they've been paying for that shit for a long time. Girl, let me tell you. They was on it. They said a little something in their podcast. And let me tell you. Here we are, 80 they years later. They got it going. They got it going, baby. <laughs> okay, well. Well, all right. Um, Let's go ahead and get into For the Birds. Yay. What you got for us today for the birds? For um, I said yay, but I'm starting off with something sad. I'm sorry. Oh. My fault. My apologies. Um, it's been a year. It's been a year since the helicopter crash happened that um, killed Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and the other like um, seven passengers mm-hmm. on that helicopter. There were no survivors, and it was just a horrific, horrific crash. So, in remembering that, and I've been watching like ESPN all day. So, um, they've been doing like, you know, all kinds of Kobe tributes, playing like top 24 moments and like having his friends and other players come on and like, just talk about him and things like that. It kind of made me think like, holy shit, it's been a year. Mm-hmm. It's been a year. And if y'all remember around this time last year, that's when coronavirus was like kind of starting to really get yeah. talked yeah. about. 
you know, a little bit more in the U.S. and stuff like that. But we thought it wasn't really that big of a deal. Baby. You know? Man. And then a couple weeks later, then they were like, okay, coronavirus is in the U.S. And at that time, we we're still like, uh, it's just bad flu. Yeah. It's just bad flu. And then it was over here taking a temperature everywhere you went. And right. then you found out that the temperature really wasn't that It didn't do anything. Deal. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, you, do you, can, you can walk around with a perfectly fine temperature and still have it. Like, right. It's, it's, it's actually it's not like the first side thing. effect. Exactly. Exactly. And yet you still walk into Kaiser and they'd be like, what's your temperature? And I'm like. Mm-hmm. Like, are you trying to see if I have 102. <laughs> Ooh, can I come in? <laughs> nope. No. Can't. Okay, well. <laughs> well, what if I need some care? Can't come into my own goddamn doctor. What kind of shit is this? Mm-hmm. This system is rigged. Is it because I'm black? Usually. Just go in on the ass. Just go in. Did you just call me a nigger? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's what that was. God damn it, Kathy. Sharon. Mm-hmm. Come on now, girls. We're all together here. We're all trying to fight this virus, but I promise you I don't have it. I just have a regular fever and that's mm-hmm. why I'm, I'm coming for a regular checkup mm-hmm. what do I take my regular checkup in the car then if I what I do <laughs> I just had a test like literally a couple days ago and I didn't have it but I still have a regular fever so what you need I need to follow the proper protocol oh I need to bring my papers with me next time to show that I had okay. a test recently okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. wow mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, that shit is real. <laughs> really and so then you know a couple weeks after like, well yeah so the crash happened they passed away tragically, sadly. A couple weeks later, coronavirus started to be like, oh shit, it's here. At least as far as, you know, the news is saying like, um, okay, it's, it's, it's here, bitch, you know? And then a couple weeks after that, everything was shut down. My university was shut down. My, um, the place that I was working, my internship, that was shut down. Like everything was shut down. And then I'm like, oh, it just made me think like, Wow. We're a year into this. We're almost mm-hmm. a year yeah. into coronavirus. And in my 25 years of life, you know, it's short to short time, but we've been through and we've seen lots of like foreign sorts of diseases, you know, come to the U.S. that we haven't encountered before. And we've easily come up with, you know, the solution to these things. Usually mm-hmm. these things only last maybe like a few months. The summer, maybe. The summer, like, you know what I'm saying? And then we're back to normal. And it's like, wow. Today just kind of made me think and realize, like, we're really not back to normal. Mm -mm. No, not at all. And I don't know what normal is going to be anymore. (laughs) I was literally talking um, to my boo. And I was like, you know, it's so weird because my aunt, she had a baby in Corona. She, you know, recently gave birth. And I was like, yo, you know, it's so weird that I thought about baby like recognition and development you know Mm -hmm, yeah like when babies see people now they don't know what people look like no they don't they all they see is like a mask so i literally was thinking what if the next time i see my you know my little my little cousin what if he doesn't even recognize me yeah mm -hmm. because i don't have on a mask like if he just sees my regular face is he gonna know me yeah do i have to have on a mask for them to know me like how do babies Oh, wow. that is a crazy thought. I'm saying, I'm saying. Was you a little in the clouds when you had this conversation? Was I what? A little in the clouds when you had this conversation? No. Oh, okay. Wow, that sounds like a high ass conversation. <laughs> Does, right there. No. The babies mm-hmm. ain't gonna know who the fuck we look like. Can you believe that shit? The babies, can you believe that shit, man? Fucking children and babies. Mm-mm, but but I, it just really like 
struck me. And mm-hmm. then we found a video today, actually, and this baby was walking up to things. Like, they were outside walking around, and the baby would keep walking up to, like, box-shaped things and putting their hand underneath it, like, like sand, oh, like hand sanitizer is going to come out. Yeah. And she would keep, like, putting her hand under, like, little box-shaped stuff and, like, rubbing her hands. It's like, see? Wow. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's taking over the psyche, okay? It's, mm-hmm. You know, that's why I'm like, I don't know. The what, kids are no, all right. No. They're, they are not all right. We, we discussed this last week, but they're depressed. They're depressed. They're depressed. They're depressed. Just that whole driver's license on week. See? An awful circle. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm like, I don't know what normal is going to be past yeah. this and we're already a year in and we still haven't gotten to any kind of real sense of normalcy even in it being mm-hmm. the way it is you know stuff right. is oh it's restricted and then the stay at home orders and then our stay at home order just got lifted even right. though our deaths are spiking like crazy and we don't got mm-hmm. no beds left in the ICU and everything so it's like I don't, I don't it's know crazy. it's just everything is spiking up and it's mm-hmm. like very much on and off on and off on and off yep mm-hmm. and it's for like this same 2021 is about to be jumping like Jordan again but you know I can only pray that yeah. we actually just pray, brave through and a like, lot of my friends have gotten approved to get vaccines and stuff and they've already went and got like that first little shot and stuff mm-hmm. i'm like no, tell me how that go <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe know, i'll bro. do so i heard that the one that you the, i know i heard the one that you have to take in two mm-hmm. is like the secondary one like the first one the one that you could take with one shot like that's the one that like works the best mm-hmm. but those ones are also very limited and i was yeah. like well, i want the best one it's baby. like a super yeah. scramble yeah yeah um, moving on to the next topic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't do what they do. <laughs> black people. What does that mean? You can't do what the white folks do, black people. Okay. Oh. Okay. Emmanuel Jackson, who was a black man that was at the Capitol when them fools were storming it. Mm-hmm. Like it was the Boston Tea Party or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to bring some history into it. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand. Mm-hmm. Went up there with the white folks. Ride it with them, left and went home and all that stuff. You know how they've been going around and finding these people, arresting them and releasing them mm-hmm. right after mm-hmm. <laughs> or giving them like really nice special treatment, giving them a house arrest and all this other kind of stuff. Or oh, you want some organic food? Oh, sure. I got you. you know? <laughs> well, this black man, Emmanuel Kale. Jackson, he got to stay in jail until he uh gets a trial date mm. all the other white people that were there they got released mm-hmm. on house arrest getting nice preferential treatment and this black man who thought he could do what they do is sitting in jail and will not leave until his trial date comes up and you already know it's coronavirus so mm-hmm. not a lot of judges are working the okay. courts right. are pretty much closed. Like everything is yep. moving super slow. So hope you have fun. You're probably gonna be in there for a long ass okay, time. You might not happened. even hear no trial date for like a year, buddy. Okay. You Damn. see what happens when you do coon shit? Mm. Mm-hmm. The coon comes back to play. Okay. Oh. Well, now what? Now mm-hmm. what? Oh, but I can't know. I know you were there with Bill and Trevor and mm-hmm. Jacob. Yeah, your friends who came in here with you—they're gone. Mm-hmm. They're gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're still here though. You can't. You can't go anywhere. But you know what do you want? You want an accommodation? No, mm-hmm. no, yeah, you're 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 a nigga. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> exactly. <Literally. laughs> the basic call it to you straight to your face. You, you know, can't do shit. What you gonna do? You're locked up. 
Yeah, you're locked up. So let that be a lesson to you black folks out there, especially you black men out there. You can't do what the white folks be doing. It's not going to work out for you. Okay. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, Moving on to the last thing, Danny Lay and her apology and her um, yellow skin. You know, if y'all don't know, last week, Danny Lay put up like a thriller video of her singing like um or whatever whatever this song while she was in the studio she had on like her yellow outfit yellow hair you know she got yellow skin Mm -hmm. teeth yellow and so the song is called yellow bone (laughs) um consistency is key guys you know (laughs) and in the song she kind of sings like yellow bone that's what he wants Yellow bone, that's what he want, you know? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I, the funny thing is that I have not heard the song. Oh, my God, you haven't? Yeah. That's what it no. sounds like. Because I knew. I, oh. And then it has oh, this really bad like beat. Girl. Yes. <laughs> no, literally, that's how she sounds. Oh, and there's on. a terrible beat behind it. Okay, yeah, it's cool. a terrible projection. It sounds bad. like a throwaway like baby a beat. Yeah, I know it's going to be trash. It's trash. bad. It's trash. And... You know, of course, when this video was posted, a lot of people were giving her backlash because they're like, hey, you a light skinned woman, um, especially <laughs> a light skinned woman who's not black. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably shouldn't be using terms associated with black culture, like yellow bone and stuff like that, because you don't associate with that culture. Mm-hmm. And also the also, song is trash. <laughs> also, the song is trash. And also just because like what you're saying is very, very problematic. Mm-hmm. And because you're not part of the black community, it you're makes not, it worse. <laughs> yeah. You don't understand like the depths of what you're saying and you don't you don't understand like how negative this song is and you need to take it down and that's right. for your ignorance uh-huh why do you think beyonce didn't come out with creole okay creole is still an unreleased song okay you can find it if you search <laughs> on the internet creole when i look real good creole whenever i talk real good i was like oh oh, oh. Uh-huh. she she peeped uh-huh. and she said you know what? And she said oh i'm i'm dumb <laughs> I'm not putting that out. I would be out. dumb as hell if I put this out. I'm mm-hmm. not putting that out. She sure didn't get that shit locked up. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's what Danny Lay should have done. She should have been like, you know what? After she sat back and listened to it again, she should have been like, wow, this is not. This probably isn't like the best song for me to be trying to, you know, mm-hmm. do trailers to and shit like that. Um, let me scrap this, throw this away, and let's never hear of it again. No, she made the video, put it out there, posted it, and you know, yellow bonus what he want, put it in the caption and some more. Um got the backlash cute. and then of course this week she put out an apology video. And in this apology video, she was just kind of saying, you know, I'm so sorry that you guys overreacted um, to my song. Um, I really wasn't even trying to be negative. So I don't know why you guys took my song as a negative because I wasn't my intentions. Um, you know, I'll admit that when I made the song, I wasn't very knowledgeable on like colorism and stuff like that. But I know I'm not colorist because how can I be colorist when I am dating a chocolate man? And I have melanated friends. Um, so I'm sorry that you guys took my song the wrong way. I really didn't mean it that way. Okay, bye. I'm Danny Lay. I'm Yellow Bone. Bye. Right. Girl, bye. <laughs> Girl, boo, bye. I just thought it was and cute because I was wearing yellow. 
Right. I was. I, I had on my. I had on my yellow oh, outfit. God. You know, my yellow braids, and I thought it was cute. You oh, know, yellow bone. Now go Google yellow bone. Yellow bone is what he want. You know, she even sang it in the video, mm-hmm. in her apology video. Yellow bone is what he want. You know, I just thought it was cute. You know, that's what and, you get for thinking, baby. Mm-hmm. That's what you get for thinking. And my thing is with these artists, right. with these artists, they just want to put out whatever and whatever, and like yes. they don't really want to. Like you know, she rides on her wave of like. I came up with this song. I'm in the press for the baby. Like, let mm-hmm. me go ahead and put out a little something, something. And just think. Like, it just takes two seconds. Two seconds. To think about where you want to go with this. Mm-hmm. Do some research. Mm-hmm. Actually put some time and energy into your craft. I'm sure you have it prior to when you're on the grind, but now that you're on the up, you can't just neglect the time and research you did put. Mm-hmm. If anything, it just means you need to be working harder to research what is offensive mm-hmm. and not be willfully ignorant because that's exactly what this is. Right, and you need to be able to be like, you know what? Now I'm curating my albums and everything that I put out and my image, and like th- this mm-hmm. is the time where you're at your high is whenever you should be working your hardest to not make mm-hmm. stupid mistakes like this. Right, mm-hmm. like, and Very no one, the people around you, and that's you. Have, that's whenever you're surrounded by a lot of yes, yes people. Because mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the people she had people in the studio with her in okay. the video, mm-hmm. you know, and it was dancing too, mm-hmm. yellow bone. Oh, but that's not her. That's not her character. I know, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter. They don't. The rest of the world don't know her. Exactly. We don't know her. So. And it's just not. It, it's just ew. Just all around terrible. Because I mean, she put out the song last week, and you know, naturally, a lot of black women, specifically darker skinned black women, were coming out and giving her like you know the most shit about the song. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, because colorism is a thing. It's a whole yeah. thing. It's a whole thing, and there's a lot of pain, and there's a lot of history behind it. And so, you know, they're like, bitch, this is trash, and what you're doing is mm-hmm. trash. This is wrong. You need to apologize. You need to take it down or whatever the fuck. And a lot of those women were getting a lot of backlash for speaking out against the song. Mm-hmm. Lots of people on social media, you know, were coming at these black women, these dark-skinned black women, and saying things like, oh, well, you're just jealous or y'all are just reaching or, you know, like, oh, my gosh, y'all don't ever want to let light skinned girls live. And, you know, oh, my God, just like, you know, this, the, the typical, typical thing shit right. that they say, the typical <laughs> things that always happens, you know, when a lighter skinned woman is doing something that affects the darker skinned women in some kind of way and those women speak up it's always be quiet you little darky and let the light girl talk why are you so angry why are you so mad like you know Mm -hmm. and it took her a week to come up with an apology for the song and for the apology to be that damn half ass after all the criticism that those women were getting for speaking out I think that's just so disgusting and that's why you know that it wasn't sincere and you took a week and still did not take the time to do the research still still but say i did not know i wasn't that knowledgeable on colorism you still aren't because you Mm -hmm. didn't do anything (laughs) sat up here in this video and said yeah i'm dating a chocolate man which is a fetish science word you know that's a black man not a chocolate man you're dating a black black man okay you don't have melanated friends, bitch. They're you black. got black friends. Black friends. Not melanated. Black. Okay? Okay. So, I just thought the whole situation was gross. 
It was disgusting. The way that women were getting treated for speaking out about it was gross. Yep. And I just, it just really made me realize how black women, darker skinned black women always have to be silent. Mm. Especially when you're trying to criticize or just, you know, give some guidance to someone who is lighter because, you know, we're always seen as the aggressors, the mean and evil and angry ones. So we can never speak out about stuff and... You know, that really upset me this week. It really did. It stirred some of my spirit. And of course, you have more prominent people than us speaking on the situation like Charlemagne the God on The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. And he made a comment like, how come she can't make a song about being proud about her, you know, her light skin? We have songs <sighs> like Dark Skin Girl. I mean, Dark Skin Girl. We have songs like Brown Skin Girl by Beyonce. And no one has a problem with that. That seems a little hypocritical to me. Can we look at the content of both the songs for a second? Even yeah, in just in general. What you what? Know? Versus brown skin, girl. Your skin is just like a pearl. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yellow bonus. What do you Yes. <laughs> I'm like, let's look at the content because consistently throughout music, when songs are about light-skinned women... It's always about how much they're wanted, desired, you know, lusted after, how much, you know, they'll oh, give mixed. up the she whole world, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how they're exotic and red bone, yellow bone, mm-hmm. you know, oh my God, they get all these nice, mm-hmm. pretty names and shit like that. And then it comes, you know, when you hear songs specifically about dark skinned girls or brown skinned girls, the content of those songs is usually, hey girl, I know you think you ugly. I know the whole world be calling you ugly and beats you down day after day after day, but guess what? Fuck them. You know, you are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you are you are smart, you know? So just it's look the at reassurance. The, you know, me. it's reassurance versus like Confidence, gloating because right. you know you're always looked after lusted after desired and stuff like that so you're you come from a place of like your head's already big (laughs) you know yeah you come from a place like prestige with your big ass head Mm. like ooh, yeah i'm yellow so everybody wants me because yeah you just gassed up all the time you know the song wasn't about you know the song wasn't about oh i just i love my skin and i love you know blah, blah 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 It was, I'm wanted because of my skin, Mm -hmm. which is how those songs usually go. And that's the damn difference. (sighs) That shit just really upset me this week. And Mm -hmm. let's let's do better. But y'all don't want to do better. So actually, I hope you get canceled. Oh, (laughs) And you know, and people have been saying things like, oh my God, if the baby stays with her, he's so stupid. He's already stupid. He's already stupid. The fuck? What? You know who she is. You know who he is. Right. It's like. And especially. That's why he wants to be with her. Because yellow bone is what he wants. That's what she said. Exactly. (laughs) He loves it whenever she calls him her little chocolate man. Mm -hmm. And little is very literal. Mm -hmm. Very. Little Mm -hmm. chocolate man. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And in addition to people trying to bring up the fact like, oh, my God, if he stays with her and he's trash or you know she's trash and all this other kind of shit it's like in addition to that the story around like the baby and danny lay's relationship is that he was cheating on his dark skin baby moms 
with this light skinned woman. So to come out with a song about how he wants you because he's light skinned is directly basically saying to this dark skinned woman that he was with before you, who he was cheating on with you, that that's why he didn't want you. Lay it down for Because mm. you're dark. Mm. Or you're because you're not light. Clear the room, Frank. You know? Damn. Clear the room, Frank. That's all I got to say. Okay, Clear for the bird, yeah. Clear. <laughs> that's for the bird. <laughs> Well, do we have anything to pay desk to today? Hmm? Uh-huh. Oh. Well. <laughs> we do. Okay, come on. What you paying desk, Frenchie? Come oh on. You on a roll God, already. Guns blazing. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's, let's go. Let's go. I am. I'm going to pay desk to my headphones today. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last week, my headphones was doing just fine. Then I put them on my head today to record, and there was no sound. Or when the sound came, I was super staticky. So we had to tape a nail down onto <laughs> my headphones. So that I can hear myself. It's real cute. It's mm-hmm. cute. That was a little fashion statement. Yeah. A oh, we have killer? a um, fashion killer. Mm. And we also have a pay of dust from a listener. Oh, oh do we? Okay. okay. I like we that. Do. Go ahead. Tell us. They said that, you know, the other day they was chilling at the house. Mm. Got some Postmates delivered, you know. Right, right, right. And then, you know, living in an apartment. So, you know, you put in all the, oh, da, 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 hit this at the door. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. up to the fourth floor, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Gets the text like, hey, your Postmates downstairs. And they're like, cool, my food finna be, finna be up in a second. Then they get a text from their driver like, hey, um, do you mind coming downstairs? I can't come up because I'm in the wheelchair. And so they are paying dust to delivery drivers who are in wheelchairs oh, because no, they don't. No, oh, no, 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 They just said that they just don't understand how they were Stop able. The they, just, the they just don't understand how this person this? was really uh-uh. able to complete their job I was not today expecting that because oh. if you if you are like a postmate driver or whatever you constantly are getting in and out in and out in and out of the car so they were just like i wonder how they've been like going through this day oh, like i'm i'm confused ready for it what you know People with disabilities need money. Right. They do. Especially now. And Postmates is what they got rocking with it. You know? Uh Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, well, uh, Nika, mm-hmm. do you have a page? I think it was more so the fascination of how they were able to uh-huh. do the job all day, getting yes. in and out, in and out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that just threw me for a whole fucking little <laughs> What? Like, they're paying dust to the wheelchair. Right. Right. The day after they in a wheelchair, Jesus, <laughs> I need money. <laughs> we all need the money right I now. I need Jesus. that money. I need the I can't. money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a pay dust to niggas that think that they're smart. Oh, you really think, think that. <laughs> and they're all dumb as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm a nigga, so I know. Mm-hmm. See, he knows. Okay, first time experience. Mm-hmm. because y'all really be thinking that y'all smart and i think it's just so funny because y'all really be thinking y'all doing something and let me tell you baby you're not doing shit <laughs> you're not doing shit you're not mm-hmm. peep game okay. peep game peep it peep, peep the game, game. Peep the run game. game no game you little peep in time you oh a little peeper <laughs> <laughs> peeper <laughs> 
Um, I think I'm going to pay desk to, okay, so today, as like I told you guys, I was being very protective. I washed all my clothes and all that stuff. But yeah. while I was doing that, um, my show was back on Netflix, Blown Away, the Blown Glass show. I know. Ooh. I almost started today. Okay. And I said, no, we have to be productive. Don't turn it on. <laughs> it's a good show. It's a good show. Usually they have one person of every like creed and color there. Mm-hmm. And there was a black man. His name was Jason. Um, was. He got kicked off already. Right. Oh my God. On episode four. But let me tell you guys. Let me tell you guys what the, what the, what the, what the premise. I'm sorry if this is a spoiler for y'all, but I was just, uh, I'm heated right now. Mm-hmm. The premise of the, the, not the show, but like the purpose of this competition specifically in episode four or episode three or four. I don't, know, I don't remember which one it was. Is to create a cartoon character, storybook character esque character out of glass, mm-hmm. um, something that you find is personal to you, or something that would have like a fun story added to it. So, just to give you guys a outlook on what the other people created, um, people created like animated vacuums. Um, people created like an animated like energy ball with like all this like fun stuff and like emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, this lady created like this big huge glob that was like a cloud of depression almost like with like a cloud hanging over like a like a glass cloud over it just mm-hmm. very like and, and the black man jason he created a um like a rat like a, like a little rat and then like a post-apocalyptic rat and it was walking its cockroach after like the world that is ended, so right? funny that okay. is hilarious okay he's like so cute right mm-hmm. so <clears throat> After hearing all those characters, it's so fun, 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 fun. One person, and this is a person who has the most experience in the glass house, like has 35 years of experience working in glass, like the top, top tier guy there. And Mm -hmm. all the people who have come on the show um, to help judge, like they bring like a new judge to come and help judge everyone. Every person who's come on so far has been a student of his at one point. Excuse me? So like... That's not fair. Right, right. That is not fair. Want to know what he created? Color pencils. Color pencils. What was the what was the cartoon? Uh, uh a character, right? Yeah. yeah. He created color pencils. Color pencils, and then put them in a glass jar. Glass color pencils in a glass jar, and then took one color pencil out and broke it, and then put little drops of red, like ink around it, like glass ink, and then said, "Bam." That is my character. And they all looked so fucking confused. They were like, you totally missed the mark. Did you even get the memo, bruh? He stayed. Are you serious? I'm dead ass. No, he didn't. No, he did. He did. How are you going to no, say? He did. He did. <laughs> How it are was you the- going to walk up and be like, okay, we're judging now. Oh, you totally missed the prompt. You didn't get the assignment at all, but you can stay. <laughs> Yeah, um, because and it's totally he's biased. White. He's white, yeah, white of, man, course. of course, totally biased in that context. And I was like, "What the fuck kind of shit is this?" I, I was so that. hot. I had to turn it off. I turned it off. I haven't seen it since because I was like, "Wow, oh you've got to be gosh. shitting me!" Like this man created color pencils, <sighs> and was like, "Oh, it was like a satire on like the journalist who was like not free." And they were like, "The the, the competition was to create." This was not about making a cartoon something... character, a storybook character, and you created what? color pencils, and they sent the black man home. This I was not about artist that. block. This was about cartoon characters. I was so hot. If you guys have a chance, check it out. It was when, it was a cartoon character episode, season two of Blown Away, and I'm just I'm blown away. <laughs> I'm blown away. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah, that's my pay of this. What the? Any fuck? shining moments today, guys? Um, any shining moments today? Um, I mean, yeah. my shining moments is going to be that. Um, I realized the other day that I be having like a really negative attitude when it comes to certain things mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, that's not good. We should work on that. So I slept on it and I woke up today and I had a great day. Oh, it's you just know? all about the energy and the it's mindset. It's all about the energy. Like I woke up feeling totally different. Had to do the same task that mm-hmm. I did yesterday that I hated or, you know, had that really, really negative, like, feeling about, which I'll, I'll talk about it later when we get to Under Our Umbrella. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that's my shiny moment. I woke up feeling way better. And it was it went totally, like, a total 180 Come on, when man. I did it today. I think mine just has to be deal with me being productive today, like super productive and getting everything I need to get done done. I was mad that I didn't get to clean and dust my room and stuff, but I'll do mm-hmm. that tomorrow. You oh, see? Intentions. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Nika? My shiny moment is going to be um, the food that I got to eat over the weekend. Mm. Oh my goodness! Yes, mm. can I change my shining moment? I thought that was gonna be your shining moment, and then you didn't make it, well, and I was gonna be like, "Oh my god, we have the same one," but then you didn't do that. That's just so that didn't happen. Just lay it all out. Me right and now. Wes have the same shining moment. Yes, we're just gonna. We had some phenomenal food, home cooked, good mm. shit food. Mm. I'm talking fried chicken. Yes. I'm talking Cajun mac and cheese with shrimp and sausage. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm talking mm-hmm. cornbread. Mm-hmm. Okay. Call it green. <laughs> Come on, Oprah, give it to us. <laughs> and whenever I tell you it was life on a plate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then life. ended the night with <gasps> chocolate chip pancakes with walnuts in it. Thank you, Devante. Thank you, Devante. Thank you, Devante. The pause. Because I know you. <laughs> I know you listen because I know you listen, and I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, Dundee. You have all the props, okay? Amen. Beautiful. Come on. I had an orgasm in my mouth, and it was great. <laughs> well, let's move on to the gust of wind segment. Hmm. Let's do it. I want to start this off kind of fun, fun. Oh my god. Well, fun, fun, but in a, anyway, you'll see. So I wanted to get you guys' take on what you think, as I saw a tweet today, and it mm-hmm. said, "What." do you think is the saddest song, the saddest R&B song to you? And I was oh, like, oh, R&B that's song. interesting. Okay. Saddest R&B song of all time. What is that? And um, mm-hmm. I wanted to see what you guys might say. What do you think is the saddest R&B song of all time? Um, you know what? When you asked us before we started. You said song. Okay, I was thinking just like of songs in general. No. Yeah, I was like, I don't know because no, I don't really. be listening to sad. I don't like to listen to sad and music. I love a sad bop. Like I hate. I I don't like it. <laughs> I'd rather listen to something fun and happy or something about shaking my ass or popping my coochie. Oh. You know, <laughs> coochie pop. Mm-hmm. Oh, coochie. Oh, that might be the next Twitter name, y'all. Who knows? Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> the saga continues. Dion, get ready. Dion, get ready, girl. Mm-hmm. But um, I it's 
So it's going to be funny because it's like, oh, that's not that sad. But it's just because I really, really, really relate it to this song. Relate, relate it, however you want to take it. And this was something that I heard a lot growing up. And it just always makes me feel the same way. So I'm going to say Slowly Surely by Jill Scott. Slowly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's the way that it goes from love rain and she starts off love rain being like so in love with this uh-huh. man and how he's her world and then by the end of love rain she realizes that she's getting used by this man and she's so like her vision is so clouded mm-hmm. by you know this love that's raining down on her that she doesn't even see that that's what he's doing to her and mm-hmm. so then i like how when it goes into slowly surely after that she's finally like walking away Or, you know, telling like telling him, like, it's going to happen soon. Like, I'm going to walk away from this Mm. because I got to deal with this shit. Now you got me wanting to go listen to Slowly Shirley again because I really that's just the whole album is. Mm -hmm, The whole album is beautiful. (sighs) A masterpiece. Mm -hmm. I go back to it plenty of times when I'm feeling some kind of way. (laughs) Okay, Jill, I'm always coming back. You Mm -hmm. always draw me right back in. Always, girl. One day I won't have 20 more, but right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just a thing. Mm -hmm. Nika. Um, the song that I can think of right now, like off the top of my head, is "Wrong Side of a Love Song" by Melanie oh, Fiona. Yeah, I don't wanna be mm. without you. Mm. Oh, Melanie really can sing. Melanie Fiona yes. is like one of those people who's just a gem. Mm-hmm. She's super nice, so sweet. I love Melanie Fiona. Mm. Yeah, I think mine would have to be "Nothing" by Brandy. Okay. That shit is so sad. <laughs> that shit is so that shit sad. Is so she's sad. literally like singing to the top of her lungs about how she's nothing without a nigga, which is so interesting mm-hmm. because it's so toxic when you think about it. So right? toxic. It's a super sad song. Like she doesn't care what anybody says around her. No one knows how painful it is that she's going through this motion of not having this man with her. Mm-hmm. You've been away for too long. Just come home, please. Like, she's begging yeah. this man to come back. It's so sad. Yeah. So sad. I, oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. care what they say about you. They don't know how I feel for you. <laughs> I don't care what they say about me. Mm. <laughs> Are you about to cry? Oh. In the end, they can see I am nothing without you, baby. Oh, my God. So sad. Mm. Toxic, but sad. Mm. Anyway. That's mine. Okay. So moving on. Um, the inauguration was this past Come weekend. Come on, inauguration. Inauguration. Um, and I want to touch on some of the fashions. Um, yes. Yes. Let's just hit Michelle O right now. Look, Michelle Obama it. and her Sergio Hudson. She looks And that so plum bad. number, baby. Mm-hmm. And the hair. The hair. Fucking hair. Laid. Laid. Oh my God. The oh my curl. God. The swoop. The mm. soft wave, it wasn't going Bounce. anywhere. Nope. Biggity bitty bounce. The bounce. Boom, the bounce. Boom, boom, boom. bounce. It was so and it's the so little funny. highlight in there. Oh my god. Oh my god. Come on. Come and it's so and it's the funny thing. You see everybody else on that podium on that little balcony or whatever you call it. And a lot of white people. Yeah. And I mean hair just blowing. Blowing because mm-hmm. it's so just blowing all over the and place. The, just blowing in the wind. The DC strong winter Not winds Michelle. just not Michelle. Not Michelle. Okay. Oh, not a hair out of place. Nope. Not one out of place. Mm-hmm. All in place and accounted for. Stiff what? She was over here like it's still bouncing, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stiff what? But you won't catch a brisk wind mm-hmm. knocking me out of shape. She said, "Plum 
with the gold belt. Okay. Mm-hmm. With the black gloves. Yes. With the hair. With the hair. She just gave like, this shit on all of us. She did. And I'm just going to give my props to Obama, too. Because Barack. He looked great. He looked good. Great there, too. Look okay. Good. Looking grand. Go just, ahead. I just love when they're out together and she be looking good because he be looking like, yeah. That's yeah. Me. Y'all got That's me a little something. You already know me. what I got over here, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, next, I want to hit on Biden's granddaughters. The Harry Potter one? The hit. Oh, no, no, no. That's no. Kamala's Kamala. stepdaughter. That's Kamala's <laughs> stepdaughter. That's Kamala's stepdaughter, yes. Biden's granddaughters, Naomi, Maisie, Natalie, mm-hmm. and Finnegan. I don't know how to say the name, so please forgive me if I said any wrong. I promise. Still invite me to the all right. I want to come to dinner. We want to come to dinner. We want to come to dinner. And we will dress down to don't play. We got a brooch. Okay. Oh! Which, which granddaughter was it? Oh, if y'all don't know, everyone was pretty, like, monochromatic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Which granddaughter had on the all tan? All because tan? She, uh, I think that was Naomi. Because she did that thing. Yeah, right? I believe it was she, Naomi. She, she did that. That's like going ahead. And the youngest one had on all like pink. Yeah, okay. they yeah. said that they yeah. did that intentionally because he likes Neapolitan ice cream. Oh, no. Maybe Naomi were all oh, white. I think that's Naomi cute. were all. No. That was yeah, it was like cream. And then yes. like chocolate and then well strawberry. Either way, they all look good <laughs> as fuck. I said, "Come on now, white girls, mm-hmm. what you gonna bring to us now with the next event?" I'm <laughs> okay, waiting. I'm ready. To are see they mo- are, so are they all, they're all, are they moving in? They're moved in already. Okay, so like the grandkids is living here too. That's so cute. Like y'all mm-hmm. just having a whole they like pro- um, they probably, probably are. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, like, I'm like probably moving in too. <laughs> like is everybody just busting it in mm-hmm. is, like Kam- a, is Kamala's whole family moving in that's a lot of motherfuckers I don't, in the I don't know if it's the whole family I know that the Biden the Biden a, clan is just super large so I know they probably got yeah. more than just the main family there so the granddaughters are probably there for sure right yeah that'd be Maybe. so bad mm, I'm gonna have so much fun with my cousin You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yes I mean could you imagine roaming, roaming the White House like that mm-hmm. it would be a dream that would be fun invite us like I said in Invite us. Mm-hmm. And next, I'm going to bring up um, Hunger Games. <laughs> Think Hunger Games. <laughs> Think uh, Fire, Bow and Arrow, Katniss Everdeen, the mm. ever so talented Lady Gaga. Mm. <laughs> Lady Gaga. She came down those stairs and I said, oh, wow. The I mean, she had the braid. Yes. What is the that? Braid. The braided crown? With, yes. Like, the extra things we didn't. I mean, she went up there and she was like, you know. Here I'm doing I my goddamn thing. And she did. I she mean, did. She, she did her goddamn thing, Katniss. Yes. I just wasn't ready. <laughs> she had on this big ass gold bird. <laughs> the bird the was pigeon. just the pigeon. Huge. Or was it a dove? I don't know. Shit. It was, it a, was a huge she, ass bird. I, she said it was a dove that was covering, covering, that was holding like an olive, olive branch, branch in yep. its mouth. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, huh? You know, signifying peace, right. unity. And Kamala? Also came through. She didn't push through down the street in the Sergio Hudson, but she did push through that night in an all black Sergio Hudson number mm-hmm. that was to die. Now the all black was fire. Fire. I was, That's how you do it, Kamala. Yeah. I was like, why didn't Kamala wear pink or green? Hello. <laughs> we know how y'all are, Kamala. Right. You might as well do it on Your that stage if you can do it anywhere. We're waiting for they had their outfits ready to match, and then you came out in the purple, and they were like, "Oh, oh, oh!" oh. You know oh. what I'm gonna need Kamala to do though. Hmm? Um, okay, Michelle stylist girl, are you or man? I don't know who Michelle stylist was. Hairstylist? No, it's a woman. It's a black wardrobe. Woman. Oh, wardrobe. Yeah. I thought you meant hairstylist. I was like, it's a black woman. Mm-mm. Whoever <laughs> was 
Michelle stylist when they were in the White House. Um, come help Kamala. They're throwing Kamala in all these goddamn pantsuits, and I get it. Come it's help like they her. want to make her be very like authoritative, which is why they have her in all these different custom mm-hmm. pantsuits. But I would love Still. to see her dressed down for yeah. us at least a couple times. Like, down. She's always in a pantsuit, but the pantsuits never fit her correctly. You no. have too much money, and you got too much power to be walking out. Standing next to Jill Biden and her cute little blue number. Okay, that was cute. I like that. It had a little swarf. That was Chris going in there. She was sparkly, Jill. She you know, was. Jill Biden. Doctor Jill Biden. Biden. Okay, yes. Doctor. Doctor Jill Biden. Okay, and her little blue number. You know, there's a picture with her and Kamala and her purple number standing side by side, and they both got their hands up, and you can see clearly what I'll. What I'm talking about, okay? okay? <laughs> Jill's outfit is very tailored to her, like you know, to her figure. Yeah. It's very like fit on her. And Kamala's, Kamala's is just there. It's just like a. It's just a box. It's just there. It's just straight down. It's looking like she got on fat Albert uh, jacket, <laughs> you know. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I feel like she, I, she, what she, what she wore just later on that night. I'm was, like, that's how I know good. you can come harder yes. than this. Like that black number was. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. I just want to see her in something that fits her. And we will. You know. Hopefully soon. I hope so. And also Lady Gaga did sing. She mm-hmm. did the, what did she do? National Anthem? Yeah. Yes. So. And, you know, she sounded good. It was okay. You know, it wasn't my usual Gaga. It was something. It, was, like, it, was, it wasn't my usual Gaga, but, you know, I, I was like, it's cold, it's windy, you know, singer's <laughs> voice. I just was giving to her. <laughs> I was giving her some grace. She had a little microphone. She was going in. You know, she mm. felt it in her spirit. I could see it. She did. You know who else felt something in their spirit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Jennifer? <laughs> Jennifer. 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 <laughs> I saw you come down the stairs in your all white, all Chanel with the, with the half up, half down. Mm-hmm. I saw it. And I said, she looks good. She's yeah. good, looking good, baby. She came in and she put on her backtrack and she sang that song in the backtrack. And I th- uh, maybe, I don't Mike know. Mike Foley off. I don't know who was underneath the podium. Maybe Ashanti or Christina Million was over there assisting. <laughs> it was the somebody. Someone, though. Somebody. And then there was a weird part where you, you could tell her mic was off, too, because whenever it turned oh, on, yeah. she did her. Um, Spanish speaking Spanish and mm-hmm. um, you know totally into it for the culture yes and you could hear the wind blowing that's yes. how you knew the mic was on that's <laughs> how the I wind knew. was blowing and hella mm-hmm. heavy and then she be- I'm sorry we didn't say what she sang she sang oh, right. this land is your land this land is my land mm-hmm. right okay so um, she's going into well, it well she didn't but she oh did. yes but then there was a there was a break after the Spanish oh, where she yes, wanted yes. to command mm-hmm a command, everyone, to um, get down, get loud, get loud. <laughs> get loud. She pulled from one of her songs, you know. She always just reaching, um, and she said, <laughs> "Let's just throw in some. Let's get loud." And that got no, but that got everybody so quiet. Mm. I mean, it put it put it put me at a. I was mute because mm. I really I didn't really know what I was saying after that part. It was just. I didn't a lot going on with her up it threw there. Me off. The All Spanish the speaking out of nowhere. Honestly, it scared me because if y'all, we were in the group chat tearing these folks up throughout the we whole. Were, we, we were, were. Okay. we were, we were. And I literally text, "Oh my god, why is J Lo 
sounding like she's singing, singing like a Spanish lullaby or something. I hit send. It popped into the group chat. And then she started screaming in Spanish <sighs> immediately after. And then told us to get loud. And I was like. I- <laughs> Girl, we've already had enough. Whoa. Today at the Capitol. We just don't. Uh, this been these past couple of weeks at the Capitol. We've had enough. We do not need you to get loud. Let's get quiet. <laughs> Try being quiet, y'all. Just for a little bit. We're just retired. Mm-hmm. We're tired. I feel like I've said this before. We're tired. We're tired of it. And whenever we get tired, she just pushes harder. You know. <laughs> just oh like, my goodness! It's like she really doesn't care. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, just just the other day, she has a challenge now going on. What was it? Throw all your goods <laughs> into the sand and um, walk down the street and throw off your love, watch and take love off your don't cost the love thing. don't cost a thing challenge where you walk down the street and you take off every little article of clothing you possibly can to sing um, to the. Love don't cost a thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is not. I said, first of all, it's not a challenge if you come up with it, but. Right. You know. I just don't understand. <laughs> but the thing is, we're tired and she's, she doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she doesn't. Jennifer, I got quiet. Yeah. And the rest of America did too. Mm-hmm. So that's my take on that. I'm just glad she didn't come out in green. Oh, man, that I saw all white and that's said, thing. thank God. goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, she might be doing something Ugh. right today. Mm-hmm. And then, bam, she, she did guys. That was the only thing she did right. Mm-hmm. Um, Next on the Gusta Wind segment, I want to discuss, oh, no. uh, you know, the Verzus that happened <laughs> this past week. Did it happen? You know, if Fairly. for all those who don't really understand the background of the Verzus, <laughs> um, specifically this one, let's just talk about this one. <laughs> Ashanti and Kishko were supposed to do the Verzus <laughs> back in December, right? Yes. Yeah. And then Ashanti went to Africa. Africa. <laughs> she went to a whole continent. <laughs> she went to Kenya four days before her performance and came back like, oh shit, I got COVID. What the fuck? How that happened? Bitch. <laughs> you went to you Kenya. You traveled. You went to Kenya and thought you were all immune and shit and then came back and was like, y'all, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. I cannot. I, I, I can still do it though. I can still do it though. Bitch, sit down. Mm-hmm. Get better. Anyway. So then I got moved again to the beginning of 2021 in January. January like 9th or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something crazy. Like and then it got postponed again because we weren't hearing anything. I mean, they were not before promoting this at all. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the 7th came around. They said, okay, finally, let's, t- let's tell the people that it it's not happening. And we said, okay, wow, just cancel it. And then they were like, no, we're going to reschedule it. Yep. So they did reschedule it for last week. And um, it was on a, what day was it? A Thursday? A Thursday. Because it, it was the day yeah. after the inauguration. So it was a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they said 5 p.m., you know, Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. This is what's going to happen. Log in. You could watch on Apple Music. You could watch on your Instagram. You could watch wherever the verses is available, right? So 5 p.m. rolls around, and I said, I ain't got shit else to watch this verses. So I put it up. I put it up at 5 p.m., and I said, they probably not going to start until 5.30. So I go take a shower get out the shower and that shower I did wash my hair I want to say that mm-hmm. took a shower wash my hair got myself nice and moisturized my moisturizing process is very intense so by the time I'm done moisturizing it's 540 and we're still waiting <laughs> I was like what the I watched a whole movie 
<laughs> a whole needless to say they didn't start the versus until an hour and 25 minutes after call time disrespectful mm-hmm. it's thursday it's not saturday mm-hmm. people gotta get up in the morning and do work and shit mm-hmm and we and then they start the Versus because Ashanti was sitting there. She was. And she was playing her music, waiting for Kish Kish mm-hmm. Cole, and um, she was said, "Well, I can't play no more music because I don't want to run out of hits, you know." So right. We, we waiting on my good sis. We gonna hold it down. That's what Ashanti kept saying. We gonna hold it down for my sis, my sister. She get here. Sis was never showing up. Okay, but finally, <laughs> sis got there. And whenever sis got there, sis got in front of that camera and said, "Hey, y'all, what's up?" All right, so what we doing? Who going first? You going first? No, no, I don't want to go first. I don't want to go first. And Chinese said, we've been waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Right. For this past hour and 30 minutes, goddammit. You, you need to go first, you know? And she said, all right, cool then. I changed my mind. And then I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? There was no, yeah. sorry, I was late, y'all. There mm-hmm. was no explanation. There was It was just simply a guy in front of the camera. Hey, what's up, y'all? All right, so what's up? What's going on? Who going first? You? Like, I'm like, like we weren't sitting there waiting for an hour. Like, and how can you just totally neglect the fact that you were an hour and thirty minutes late to your own verses? It was completely disrespectful. I could not understand <laughs> what was happening, and I just did not make sense because even as the songs were going on, you could tell like Keisha was up and down a little bit, but overall she was still giving good energy. Mm-hmm. She was singing a lot of Ashanti songs. Ashanti was not singing a lot of hers. <laughs> But that was that. Um, And it was funny because they had little tip for tap moments in the middle, but overall it was all love. Mm -hmm. But Ashanti, to me, I really feel like was a shining star. She was classy. She held it down. She had her songs. There was some shit that she should have never touched, should never played. I don't know. But Keisha, I would say the same thing because Keisha didn't even give me a... um, uh, what's that song? Take Me Away. And I love that song, Take mm. Me Away by Keisha. I mm. love my baby. Yeah. I love that song. song. Didn't play it. She also didn't play another song that I like too. I don't know. But oh, she didn't play Falling Out. She didn't out. play it. Wait. Baby, I'm slowly falling out. The other song that you said she played, but she didn't play the beginning of oh it. Oh my God. She played You Complete Me, right? There we but go. The yeah, part you, of you Complete Me. But that, she that started in on. She went straight into the, you love me. But she didn't start from the beginning. Me. And I said, girl, you missed the, I give you all my life. And like, that's all it. All my love. That's it. You. I'm like, that is what draws the people <laughs> right, in that intro. <laughs> oh, I love that song. And the fact that she didn't even play it, you completely, I was pissed. But Ashanti was hitting me with everything. And her DJ was perfect. Keisha Cole's DJ kept on. Every, every, like, what are you doing? In the middle of every song. What are you doing? Someone sing a random Keisha Cole song that you might know by heart. Just anything off the top of my head. Sit from heaven. I want to be the one. That's what he was doing. I want to sit from heaven. I want to be the one. I was like, why? Can he get his fucking hand off the goddamn record and let the song play? Let it rock. I was so hurt. I just did not like the way that Keisha's team, DJ, everything, it was just all a mess. And Ashanti's team was literally, her DJ was banging prior to her even getting there. The DJ was playing the hits. Like, mm-hmm. he just, Ashanti excelled. And overall, I feel like Ashanti won this, this, this Versus. Mm-hmm. And they both, all the, although they both looked stunning, I will say that. They looked mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, and lastly, on my Gusta Wind segment, I want to talk about a little something that I've been binging. Um, I binged on HBO Max recently during our break, which was Industry. Um, if you guys don't know, I want to give you guys a little explanation of what industry is on HBO Max. Um, industry is about a group of young graduates. Um, they're competing for a permanent position at a top investment bank in London. But the boundaries between college, friends, lovers, and enemies soon blur when they immerse themselves in their new world. And in this world of invers- investment banking, I want to add, it's very like high stress. You're dealing mm-hmm. with other people's money, not your own. Right. Yeah. And like you're kind of steadily moving and sharing bids and whatnot. Lots of yelling. Lots of yelling. <laughs> um, lots of attitudes. Lots of everything. Mm-hmm. And these are people who are fresh out of college, like smooth, 22, 23, like Trying to land that big one. Trying to land a big job. And they're all competing for a spot on the firm. I think they only have like a few spots open. On different teams. Teams, Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, the lead character is a black woman. Mm -hmm. Her name is Piper. And she has braids. And she's the only American who's competing at this in London. So she like made Mm -hmm. it far to get to here. Mm -hmm. Um, But in that show, you they highlight on a lot of weird work-life balance issues that People often face that no one really understands, even whenever it comes to you trying to be the best at your job and be the best in working. And then all of a sudden you want to go home after a long, stressful day and like you have to cater to your partner, whether your partner is there with you or not. If they're long distance, like learning how to keep that sexual bond together and maybe do like some FaceTime sex or whatnot, mm-hmm. and as well as trying to develop these relationships with different clients. Um, and just make it so that you shine and succeed at your firm. But overall, a lot of these kids are going through some shit, shit, M- man, like shit, shit. Like shit. they're getting into they're 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 working really hard in the mornings and then partying really hard at night. Really hard doing drugs. Sometimes with their clients. Okay, sometimes with their clients. <laughs> sure. Clients are being really disrespectful, but at the same time, like also just being assholes and mm-hmm. trying to be nice to the kids and not really. Their bosses are not the best people to them. No, nope. it deals with like sexual harassment in the workplace. Not only with it, with an inside and outside the workplace with clients. Yeah. Um, it just hits on a lot of topics. And overall, at the end, like, you'll see all of these people change in dramatic ways. Yeah, lots of character development. Mm-hmm. And okay. mm-hmm, Yeah, it's a good show. It's really Very good. Nice. But with that, I just wanted to kind of present that as like something that I've been binging that I would recommend that everyone else probably watch and see what parallels that you may have or may have had back in your life whenever it came to like trying to balance work with life because all of this was like very I just found it to be very engaging especially in conversation even Nika and I had conversation about it like separately when we were watching it Mm -hmm. and it just really did spark a conversation between us and other people surrounding us. Mm-hmm. So I want to recommend that everyone take some time. And if you have HBO Max, watch Give Industry. Watch. And with that, we can segue into our Under Our Umbrella segment. Exciting. Which kind of lucky deals with the same little thing. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Cute. Well, Under Our Umbrella this week, we are going to be tackling the topic of Passion versus responsibility. Now you're like, what's that? What do you mean? What's the balance? Well, kind of we wanted to just focus on creating that or defining like the balance between um, really going after something that you're passionate about in life that may not be giving you like a maybe like maybe not giving you um financial 
your monetary needs yes Mm -hmm. like it's not really giving you like financial um security Mm -hmm. but your responsibilities are kind of like piling like maybe like you got bills coming up or you know stuff like that and so kind of just figuring out okay when do i give up or cut down on or how do i properly work on my passion and also work on the thing that's gonna fulfill and take care of like the all the responsibilities that i have mm-hmm. so does anyone want to go uh, well i guess i could start yeah because i did say i had something to tell about this so you know like i was saying in my shining moment i think um that i just had like a really really negative relationship with a certain task in life and that I decided like oh maybe you know that's not the right attitude I should be having let's go about this more positively blah 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 blah. well that task is looking for a job I hate or hated looking for a job because I always felt like and especially now since I got my master's and everything in August like especially now feeling like well what's the point like, what's the point in applying for jobs? Like, I never get an interview. I never get a call, not even an email. It's always just, no, bitch, get the fuck out. We don't want you, and we're going to pick someone else. Or no kind of, like, response at all. And so I just had this, like, really, really negative relationship with looking for jobs and always feeling that way and feeling just, like, really, really bad about myself And like what's going on in my life and things like that, because it's like, well, how is this happening when I've done when I feel like I've done so much, Mm -hmm. you know, like I feel like I've taken all the proper steps to like secure myself. Mm -hmm. But like that security has like yet to come. Mm, And so it's right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like my passion is obviously podcasting. Yay. Come on. Hang on. Cute. But like my other passion or passions, I guess. Yeah, your passion. That I'm learning is like camera. I like to shoot videos, especially music videos, and I like to take pictures. And I think those things are really cool. Doing that and podcasting is like something that I would say I'm passionate about. Now, these are things, two things or three things that haven't really garnered like any money you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and now that we're almost a year into corona shit's just really really bad and so many responsibilities are like piling up piling up piling Mm -hmm. up and it's like but i'm really passionate about this over here and i want to really keep working and devoting like all of my time to this but my responsibilities are kicking my ass Mm -hmm. yeah and what how do i find a balance because it's like i don't want to give up on what I'm passionate about, but the responsibilities is knocking at my door really, really hard, like they're the police. <laughs> and I don't know how I'm supposed to balance. You feel two. like you're juggling right now and you're not right. balancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm juggling, not balancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, I feel like I I have a similar like situation. Just being that uh, back in um, last year, whenever I didn't have a job anymore, and, like, trying to figure out how to navigate life mm-hmm. and having responsibilities and, like, collecting unemployment and then your unemployment is running out and you're like, I don't know what 
I'm mm-hmm. going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just recently, like, I just got a new job, but like, I don't start yes. till right. Mm-hmm. I don't start till next week. But um, it's that process, like you said. I want to go back to applying for the jobs. Mm-hmm. It defeats you as a human being. Like mm-hmm. even with me and my degree and my experience, mm-hmm. well versed experience at that, mm-hmm. I'm like putting a whole of yourself into an application, and that's why I often feel like even these these websites don't make it easy for you to like. To tell you who you really are, be like, oh, well, like you can submit a cover letter. A cover letter is fine, okay? But, like, if we're being realistic, we're not submitting cover letters to every single job that we apply to. Only to the ones that we might mm-hmm. really, really, really want. Um, and you don't really have, that doesn't give you a gauge of who I am. Like, my mm-hmm. thing is that, is anyone who's qualified, like, they need to really expand HR departments so that anybody who is qualified, like, has a qualification, can get a call, at least. Call mm-hmm. me and scream At least. Call right. me and scream At the very least. Right. And from there, like, see, okay, like, this is their resume. This is their cover letter. I talk to them, and this is actually, like, you know, I see that there are all these candidates lined up for this position, mm-hmm. but this person seems like Although they may not be on paper, what you 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 might want, like mm-hmm. they are it. I hear drive, I hear determination. Like let's mm-hmm. do a second round or something like that. And like just you really should be you working with people. It should be I a. Agree. Co- yeah. I really do feel like even even applying to jobs, like people shouldn't just see it as like a, oh they don't want me, because at the end of the day. You are also, it's, you being in, in, in the interview process is you assessing, do I want this company? Mm-hmm. Like, once you really flip that mindset of being like, all right, like, I know that they called me to interview me. They called me to talk to me, but I also want to make sure that I get my po- viewpoints in there. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be good for me? Because mm-hmm. this company might adore me and it may not be a good fit for me. And I can, and I can right. find that out in an interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How is your day to day like work life? What do you deal with? Yeah. What's been your biggest challenge while working here? What do you think that you've gained most while here? Have you grown any? What is the growth like in this industry? Mm-hmm. Have you seen people often get like, you know, you ask these questions during the interview process. So yeah. I asked all the time about like growth, what mm-hmm. it looks like in any interview and like um, people's different trials and tribulations. Like just because I want to make sure that it's not like a, I'm putting all my eggs on them, wanting me and want them and wanting to shine for them. Obviously you do, mm-hmm. but you also want the company to feel like I want to make sure this is a good fit for me as well. Mm-hmm. And often it'll bring along bouts of like, I remember times where I just would not get out the bed last year and be like, I'm mm-hmm. just tired. I've applied to 50 plus jobs in all these months and I've gotten only three people may have called me. And out of those right. three, I've only made it to a second round this time. And like, I have all of this experience and like, why don't you see me? Yeah. And then if they see you, they see you and then they want you. And then they tell you how much they want to pay you. And you're like, huh? Right. Insult. Mm-hmm. Insulting. Mm-hmm. Insult me again in my face. Like, I can't work for that. No benefit either. Mm-hmm. Just, is that why you were so eager? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not just going to take anything. I'm in a space in life where I'm not going to take anything if I feel like it's not my worth. And although, it, like, it was, like, hard, like, seeing things and being offered stuff and being like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. It's just I physically cannot. I cannot right. at where I want to be in life, where I want to go and where I want to grow in life. If I were to take that, I would be stuck in a place that I don't want to be financially in a band that I don't want to be for a lot longer than I have projected. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just not cool. But yeah, I just feel like balancing that that responsibility of wanting to apply to jobs and also like even if you have a job right now. Mm-hmm. And you have a responsibility of having a job, but you also have a passion and you don't know how to balance it. Mm-hmm. And your passion doesn't make you money and your job does, but you don't want to devote so much time to this job. It's like about how you're going to map out how to get right. out of the job and how to get into the passion. Right. And then just really working with community around you and kind of being like, all right, well, I see someone so is doing this. Right. Let me go ahead and have a lunch with them and see what they're doing and how they got mm-hmm. their shit popping. Mm-hmm. And just like really trying to. Because everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. You can't expect what someone else tells you or what they said, how they got there to be what you got, how you get there. Right. You get there on your own evidence. terms. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But that's just, that's my little spiel because it really, like I said, just overall, like applying to a job can be very, applying to jobs is very draining. It makes you feel mm-hmm. like you're not worth anything, mm-hmm. yeah. worth less. Mm-hmm. makes you feel like you did all this work for nothing. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel like whenever they do offer you something, they want to lowball you. It just really will break you down, like your spirit as a human down. And it really, mm-hmm. and it hurts. And the people want to want to ask, oh, I, you haven't applied to a job this week? No, I haven't. I'm fucking tired. To just, right. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's a totally twist twisted mindset but it literally is what you fall into yeah mm-hmm. i've been it i've been in it so i know it mm-hmm. Nika? um i feel like for me i haven't had the time to rediscover the passions that i used to have mm-hmm. like before i got like immersed in work or immersed in school again like, I feel like I haven't had time to explore that because I go to work and then I come home and sometimes we have a meeting for a podcast and then the meeting asks, can last like a little while because after we finish the business portion, we, start we, talking. yeah, we started chatting <laughs> like friends because I mean, we friends, we friends. <laughs> okay. and then, and then after like I get off with them, I, I turn on like something on the background on the TV Usually it's like some type of anime. This week it was Sailor Moon, and mm-hmm. I start doing my homework because I'm like, shit school. I gotta yeah shit school, <laughs> and then and then I'm up till like sometimes midnight or one in the morning because I'm like, I gotta get this shit done. Then I wake up at six thirty in the morning, and then I get ready and I go to work, and then it's like a circle, and then yeah. <laughs> it's just like a it's just a circle, and then I'm like too tired, and then Tuesdays. I get I get up, I go to work, I come home. No, when I get to work, I usually don't take a lunch on Tuesdays because I'm in my car doing my homework. And then I get off of work, I get home. And if I didn't finish my homework during lunch, because my lunch is only an hour, so it's not, it's a lot of time, but it's not enough to get everything I need done. Sure. So then, <laughs> so then I get home and I take the hour or two to do a little bit more homework and then I walk up the street to Wes's house and then I start setting up for here right now and today I brought my laptop because I needed to do my homework and I turned it in right before we started recording Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I just feel like there are things that I know I want to do there are things that I know that I love or things that I used to love that I don't do anymore that I don't have the time to rediscover or, or to know how much I really love it because I just haven't had the time. So for me, 
yeah finding that balance is just it feels like it's impossible but I know that nothing is impossible and I know that I can do it it's just the how of it for me right now Mm because it's like Mm -hmm. God damn, bitch, every hour on the hour, you doing something, you running like a chicken with your head cut off. Right. And mm-hmm. the times that you have to rest, you don't want to do shit. Like, exactly. You don't yeah. want to do shit. You don't want to clean your room. You don't want to wash your clothes. Sometimes you don't even want to brush your fucking teeth. You don't want to take a shower because you're just like, mm-hmm. I did it. I've done enough. Even if people around me or in the household can't see what the fuck you're doing because they don't know what you got going on in your life. It doesn't matter if you live in the same house. I mean, you know what the fuck I'm doing? Not for real. Mm-hmm. So I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Like, I don't want to do shit anymore. I've done all that I can do. And if I keep going, then I'm going to crash and burn. Mm-hmm. And it gets to a place where even how, like you were saying, Nika, um, people want to tell you, oh, like, well, you work on the weekend, but the weekends is your time to turn up and have fun. Yeah, dedicated yeah. to I don't your passion. Do homework and I'm on like, the bitch, I'm tired. I just I worked a forty-hour work week on Saturday. I want to lay my ass yes. down. Well, why don't you? Why don't you paint? Or why don't you do this? I'm like, uh, because all my passions that I would take place of the weekend is literally my time to rest. Like, yes. Although, and I think that's what people often lose too. Is like, although your passions are your passions, it still takes work to yes. accomplish your passion. Mm-hmm. And like. Not everything about a passion is fun or like yeah amazing, but it's still a passion at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And it's like I've already worked a forty-hour work week. I do not want to devote my Saturday to painting all day. Mm-hmm. Right. Like as much as like I may love to paint, like I'm tired. Like I want. To I rest. wish I could paint whenever I wanted to paint. Yes, I yes. wanted to paint on Tuesday, but uh, right, I, but I couldn't. I had to go to work. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like that just goes back to kind of like how you said, Wes. I'm so glad you brought that up about just like not wanting to get out the bed. Yeah, yeah. like you don't want to do shit. <laughs> and you know exactly, you really don't want to do shit. And it's like, well, like I said. Well, okay, so let me say a little better. <laughs> but um, so okay, 2017. Boom! I get my master. Um, excuse me. Okay, <laughs> come on, girl. Wow. Not, not, not then, girl. Not then, girl. I got I got my undergrad degree. Got my bachelor's in marketing. Come home, start applying to like all these marketing jobs because oh, I got my marketing degree. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Literally nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well. I guess I'll go out and try to just get a regular job because the marketing thing seems to not be working. Nothing. Oh, I, I didn't work at the post office. I worked at the post oh, office you once. Did. You, you did. You did. The post you did o- I was working at the post office in the Old Navy at the same time. Yes, you yes, were. Yes. At the same damn time. At the same time. And then I think my, yeah, my dad passed while I was doing that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dang, right in the middle of me having them two jobs too. Why would he do that? Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. But um, yeah, you know, then like my dad passed away, and then it's like oh, okay. Then like I, then I moved, and then I was over at the place that me and my dad had together. And the original plan was to be for me to move in there myself. Mm-hmm. You know, if and when anything ever happened to my dad. But then it was like oh shit, something happened to my dad and now it's time to move into the spot and I don't have my shit together. Yeah, I don't have a job. At that point, I didn't have a job anymore and I was just at home. So then we move into the spot, me and my sister, because I couldn't pay the bill so my sister had to come move with me. 
she you know handles all the all that stuff at the house because i couldn't do it can't do it couldn't do it mm-hmm. at that time still still now mm-hmm. but anyway you know and then in this last year my dad's been gone three years this year it'll be year four on halloween so in the three years that i've been out of school and today and in this time i well, y'all know i got my master's 2020 in august apply for more marketing jobs you know like oh marketing i've got my master's now i got my master's you you know you can't deny me now i got my master's still nothing and then like not not long after i moved actually into my dad's spot in like 2017 or 2018 whenever i ended up moving in i think it was still 2017 moved in there i got a job at target down the street lost that job and then i was like okay well you know, I'm, a go, I'm about to go back to school. So I went back to school, started, couldn't con- couldn't continue because I didn't have the money. Came back home, obviously. Then I was like, okay, it's time for me to go back to school. Go back to school, get my master's, come out, start applying to more marketing jobs. And like I said, them three jobs that I just mentioned, the post office, Old Navy, and the Target is the only three jobs that I've had since I graduated in 2017 and now I have my master's. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, ooh, in that time, in like this last year, that was my thing. Like, I didn't want to get out the bed. I didn't want to be home. Mm. I didn't want to shower. My room was a fucking no, mess. No, for a real. Nightmare. Talk about that shit. My room yes. was a atrocious. Yes. Like. It was terrible. Uh, like. You don't want to get anything together. Because no, you, feel you like, don't. You because you just mm-hmm. it's like you care, but you don't care. Mm-hmm. Like you don't because you just can't. Like you can't mm-hmm. even. And I also <laughs> want to bring up how you don't recognize, like even with stuff like that, mm-hmm. how much energy your surroundings carry whenever mm-hmm. it comes to how yes, you're going to clutter. If yep. you wake up in a fucked up, dirty ass like yep. mm-hmm. room with clothes over the place, you're literally going to wake up like. Uh, weight on your shoulder mm-hmm. and like it really makes a difference but you don't feel like it you don't mm-hmm. want to get up it's really depressing like yeah. it is what it is like i literally just stay in my room all day like i wouldn't eat i wouldn't eat for days i'll be right. home and i just wouldn't eat for days i wouldn't come out i wouldn't come out of my room i barely would drink any water like i just didn't want to be i just didn't want to be mm-hmm. really like yeah. ew mm-hmm. i just felt gross about myself and like I said, you know, of course, as you get older, you get more responsibilities. Yeah. You have to yep. take care of. And it's like, holy shit. Then I had ended up getting like a car um, so I can get around, you know, to go back and forth to school and my mm-hmm. internship in here for our podcast and all that kind of stuff. Hold mm-hmm. on, before you go even further, because I don't want to lose the point that I had when you said that. Uh-huh. But prior to when we said you felt like you didn't want to be and you feel like gross. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how much like society has ingrained in our head mm-hmm. sociologically like what the weight and what the value of simply obtaining a job will right. do for you mm-hmm. it's like if you don't got that you don't got nothing yeah. right. whenever you're talking to people even if even in dating like mm-hmm. it's so hard to date and it's like 
I'm like, what do you do? Oh, okay, I do this. What do you do? Um, I don't. Yeah, and it don't makes you feel like anything. you're not even it worthy. Makes you feel like shit. It makes you feel like you're not even worthy <laughs> to garbage. date anybody. Like you mm-hmm. literally feel like, okay, I don't need. I can't even date because I don't want to get the question of, oh, what do you Where do? do? You, yes. Oh, I, I, I actually, I'm in between jobs. I'm oh, and people automatically like look at you, like turn, like you can mm-hmm. see how yeah. people switch, mm-hmm. and that, how, the way they the way they act with you, and like they act so funny, and it's like, yo. Oh, so like, what do you, what's your plan? And that's, that's the next yep. thing. What's After your you plan? tell them you have no job. Oh, well, like, what's your plan then? Like, what's going on? Like, well, why don't you have a job? Do you mm-hmm. have a plan? It's like, how much of a mental hold mm-hmm. simply obtaining and having a job will have on mm-hmm. you, on the outlook, on the world, as well as how people look at you? I mm-hmm. mean, like. It's crazy. And it's not right, to be honest. <laughs> it's really not. It's not. You know it's what so I'm twisted. saying? Mm-hmm. It's like we really just internalize that so much and we project it on other people. You know, mm-hmm. that's why um, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, like, OK, cool. And then I, I ended up getting a car because like what in 2018, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Or was it? It might have still been yeah. 2017 low key. I don't even I don't even remember that time. <laughs> 2017, 2018 is just such a, a blur, a blur <laughs> for me. But like at the car that I did have. Um, like I got it. I got into an accident and my car got totaled, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Now I don't have anywhere to get around. Okay, and then later on, like I got another car, and you know, just driving around, going all these different places. Like, well, I mean, I was going to school, my internship near yeah. to podcast, and then feeling like, "Damn!" But I don't have a job still. Like, I have, I got a car, I got somewhere to lay my head but i don't have this thing that i feel like would define me yeah you know? right. that's what it is that's i don't have that's this the word. job that's the word. and feeling like you know when i'm driving around in my car or doing things you know like damn i feel bad because i can't like financially take care of myself you know it's like okay my mom has to cover my bill she has to cover my car no and my insurance mm-hmm. and like all this stuff and you know and like oh all the loads on my sister because oh my bad all my, like all the load um at my apartment is like on my sister because she mm-hmm. handles all like the financial stuff because she has the job and it's just like damn okay and now i'm getting older and i was like oh my god like, I'm, yes. ha- I'm halfway to yeah. 30 ew <laughs> whoa okay you didn't have to hit us there now i didn't but you know like shit we halfway to 30 sitting up in here and i'm at the place where i just want to be somewhere else i just want to be appreciated exactly period you know it's like i just want to be somewhere else not necessarily like physically yes physically too but, but I mentally mean, mentally, mentally. Mm-hmm. like you know what i mean and just feeling okay with myself and where i'm at because i know that like i'm trying but it's just when you're in the midst of um like applying for jobs yeah or, or whatever it just makes you feel so low about yourself and you just you just don't feel good yeah. so when i others, well, like, really yeah especially so when you look into other people like well shit they got mm-hmm. they should no that's the thing yeah, i mean you like, constantly well, you compare everybody yourself to everybody me? who was in your class over, like, right. okay, over and over and over degree again i got right they got the same right. things i got they have the same all of this and mm-hmm. yeah. what am i doing wrong? what is it is it me right. like, what you right. really, it's so you crazy it's shit like, a, like is it my name because uh, my mm-hmm. name is a what little is funky it? like what is it mm-hmm. should i stop marking that i'm black on the applic- on the application should i put 
with other? Do I not specify my right. gender? Right. Like, right. What do I do? I'm like, you know, maybe I'm not going to put my black dance since I'm, you know? I'm different. I'm just like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Right. So that's why, like, since we've been in a, well, since Corona's been here. So right. I guess in this past year, that's when I picked up um, doing, like, photography and videography. And I've been loving it so much. And then it's like, oh, you know, then you get the questions from, like, family members or friends or whatever. Like, oh, okay, so, like, you finally getting paid from it now? And it's like, no. But no, I like I, it. I, 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 I really like it, <laughs> and then, though. And like, well, and, you need to put that down. And I'm like, what? Yes. Hold <laughs> on now. You know, and it's just like, well, damn, like, damn, I guess... You know, you start to feel like, well, I guess you're right because I do have mm-hmm. these things I need to take care of and I am doing this thing that I'm passionate about. So, okay, let me try to monetize my passion. And then trying oh, to monetize your passion isn't necessarily working out either. So it's like, okay, well, shit, I don't know what the hell I'm supposed <laughs> to do. Do I balance? Do I give up? Do I juggle? Like how? It's just like, I don't know when to tend to one Mm-hmm. Or the other, you don't know how to make it happen. Yeah, it's yeah. like I don't know which part I'm supposed it's a to nurture. Constant learning, it's like it's, you're constantly learning more and more and more about yourself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just like how to handle certain things. Mm-hmm. And, and I just want to even probably end it on this note too. I want to mm-hmm. I want to end it on the note of knowing that there are always the people who will sit here, like you said, Frenchie, mm-hmm. and will come to you and be like, "What are you into?" And you're like, "I'm podcasting." I'm doing videography, I'm taking photos, and then they want to be like, oh, so you're getting paid for me right now? No, no, I'm not, but I'm doing something that I genuinely enjoy and love. And then that kind of gives you that little, mm, okay, but like, where's the money, you know? Like, where's that going to fit in? Uh-huh. And they will diminish your talents and be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know, she got her little podcast mm-hmm. or her little photography or whatever. She likes taking pictures and stuff like that. And it's like, Watch mm-hmm. out for those motherfuckers who've been diminishing your shit, and I'm in that shit on right now. Mm-hmm. Watch out for everybody, cause I, I, baby, I got a list in my head. I know exactly me who it is. Too. People who talk to me be like, "Oh, you, you know, he, he's Your doing own a little fucking this. family, mm-hmm. right?" Even one of the, oh, you know, he's doing a little something at Starbucks. Oh, he working there. Oh, he has a little podcast or some. Anytime you want to diminish my shit, mm-hmm. I've, it's noted, and it's noted with love. It's noted <laughs> with so much love, cause I cannot wait. Till all my shit that's been diminished in your head by you mm-hmm. and whoever be whoever whoever it is that wants to like really knock you down and make you feel like well if you don't have a job you not shit type shit. Mm-hmm. Just watch, cause you not shit. Watch me grow. Oh, okay. Watch me excel. Watch me be the best me I can be with my passions. Oh, what is Chris doing? Oh, he a little PR, little anything, baby. Mm-hmm. Watch, just watch. That's all you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Front row seat. Mm-hmm. You know what? Listen to Look at They Face by Key Glock. If somebody has ever told you some shit like that. Okay. <laughs> That's a good song. Mm-hmm. Look at They Face. Look at They Face. Now mm-hmm. they on Hush now. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. Okay, come on. come on. One I more thing say, and then you can close it out. Okay, Go cool. I will say, you know, like we said, you know, people ask you, what are you into? You tell them your passion. And they go, oh, okay. No money. No. Oh, okay. Oh, da, 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 da. Okay, cool. And then you see them go off and hire and pay someone else to do that mm. thing that they just came to you and asked you, what are you passionate about? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And you tell them, oh, That's I love shit. I love photography. I love videography. I love podcasting. I love doing PR or whatever. And then they go, oh, cool. 
next time you see them, they got professional video shot, professional uh shit right ups and some more you like how you get that oh oh i went to such and such and blah 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 and it's like well damn you came and asked me right and i told you and i told you and you asked me if i was getting money from and you told and i told you no and you said, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to keep it that way. And I'm going to go somewhere else. You want to see me? Okay. And give someone else money instead right. of you. Even though, even though you just told me you ain't what making she was money. Into from me. Me. Right. Ain't that some shit? Ooh, mm. that's the one I hate the most. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and with that, we're going to close it out. <laughs> <laughs> thank y'all for listening just this like week. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all for listening. Um, I love, well, we all love that y'all have been loving our rollouts season three and we got more stuff coming for y'all so be on the lookout especially um, next month come on especially next month you know the month of love mm-hmm. we ready for mm-hmm. y'all mm-hmm. um oh what is our under our umbrella for next week oh i can look that up right now while you okay cool so i can tell y'all um so make sure you Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast. You can send us an email at the Black Umbrella PC at gmail.com. You know, send us your thoughts on this episode, especially on this under our umbrella topic about balancing, you know, your passions and your responsibilities. Have you found that balance? Are you working through it? You're struggling through it? Let us know. We would love to read them and, you know, talk about them next episode. And. Put it in your pocket and put it in your mind and put it in your brain and put it on your D- in our DMs and in our Gmail. Yeah. Next week for Under Our Brother, we're talking about dating. Okay. And specifically, we want to talk about what we each define dating as, mm-hmm. what it means to us, and discuss and discuss what it how to date in the future. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sexy. Yes. Cute. So let us know what dating means to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Let us know what dating means to you. And we love y'all. Love you. We love y'all. Talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.